Uh, you know, th- this story, it's such a tragic story uh, about this young 15-year-old that uh, passed away, Jeremy Perry, last year, uh, July 4th, a tragedy on uh, in Algonquin Park. He drowned. And he was away on, uh, you know, one of those school trips and uh, slipped under the water while swimming in a lake with his classmates in the backcountry of Algonquin Park. And today we find out a teacher on the school trip to Algonquin Park uh, has been charged. He's 54-year-old Nicholas Mills of Caledon charged and will appear in a Finch Avenue court September the 11th. Um, Lauren Honickman joins us on the show. We like to get our uh, legal experts on the show to give us a little more insight into the charge that has been leveled against him. So welcome to the show. Hi, Kelly. So the charge is criminal negligence causing uh, death. Is that something that was expected? Well, I, you know, it's, it was a year-long investigation. Sometimes investigations take that long. Uh, the last time, very recently, a charge of criminal negligence causing death was um, was handed out was in a very quick investigation, also a tragedy. You may remember back in June, a, uh, I think a three-year-old boy died. He was left in a car, in a hot car, and his 37-year-old father was charged with criminal negligence causing death. That was, uh, and that charge was laid very quickly after an investigation. So the, the police sometimes take as long as they do to, do, uh, to, um, to lay charges. But just so we can remind everybody what we're talking about, because a lot of people get confused when they hear the word negligence. And there is a civil negligence, and there is a charge under the criminal code called criminal negligence, and this, this man has been charged with it. What it means is um, the allegation is, is that everybody is criminally negligent who, in doing something or admitting to do something, omitting to do something, that's their duty to do, do so, shows a wanton or reckless disregard for the lives of safety of others. So it's a very, very high standard. So in, in civil negligence, Kelly, what happens a lot of times uh, you know, in lawsuits, it, that means creating an, an unreasonable risk of harm to another person that a reasonable person wouldn't have done or admitted to do. So we see a lot of that in, with respect to um, car accidents, etc. But in the charge of criminal negligence, there, there's much more than that type of negligence required. The Crown is going to have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the conduct of this accused showed what, and the words, wanton or reckless disregard. In other words, uh, he was wanton or reckless to the consequences of, uh, of whatever they are saying his actions were. So it's a greater degree of, of negligence, a different moral quality to the act or omission, and that's where it hops over, if you will, leaps over this, 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 uh, this line in the legal sand, if you can call it, where you go from civil negligence to criminal negligence. There was an internal investigation. Nicholas Mills was a team leader assigned to Jeremiah and responsible for the itinerary and the supervision of the school trip. I was listening to Matt Gurney today on the exchange, and he said that John Malloy, who was chair at the, of the TDSB at the time, said the paperwork on the official level was in order, and they were there were signed papers uh, attesting to the fact that every student on the trip could swim, but 15 of the 32 could not. Could the paperwork lead to such a charge as criminal negligence? I think what everybody has to understand, it's going to be the entire circumstances. So they'll, they'll look at all of the circumstances surrounding it. It won't be, for example, 
uh, or, or I'm guessing, um, that when, when we start hearing about what the allegations are and, and, and when this all will come out properly in court, it won't be simply about perhaps just one part of this, the, as you call it, the paperwork. Uh, perhaps that'll be part of, of a whole, what's called in the criminal world, the whole transaction surrounding the, the offense, that whether this person, by when we talk about wanting a reckless disregard for the life, for the lives or safety of others, does that start, and you know, using this as a hypothetical, with examining all of the paperwork first, mm-hmm. and then going once things happen up north and whatever happened, and of course a lot of, a lot of this, you know, and this may go to your whole question uh, at the beginning as to you know how long this took and whatever, and and there may have been a lot of, uh, the, you know, they I'm sure they interviewed as many of the kids that they could, they interviewed other teachers, you can rest assured, uh, they they've interviewed a lot of people, and I'm sure the accused himself at some point, uh, you know, again may have been interviewed and he may have provided some information. So when you try and determine what is sort of the key part here. Um, I, I would hazard a guess it's it's all of it that led the police to believe that they had reasonable and probable grounds. But it, it, the life, the lack of life jacket could come into play as well. Sure. I mean, you you take all of that, what we've heard, you know, and again, um, I'm not saying, I, I'm always the one to go, well, you know, let's just wait and, and see. And, and I don't say that just because it's sort of the thing to do. It's true. Uh, we have to wait and see what the evidence is. But yes, from what we hear, from what was come out uh, up to now and all of those circumstances, they would fit into it as well. And of course, this is a very serious charge. I mean, yeah, it, well, I, well, what kind of sentence could this carry? Who is found guilty of criminal negligence, the maximum the criminal code holds is, is life in prison. Wow. Now, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very serious. It's, uh, you know, the, the three most serious offenses in our criminal code are murder, manslaughter, and criminal negligence. And so it's, it's very, very serious. A lot of times we see criminal negligence charges in relation to uh, driving offenses and some horrific accidents when, uh, when they, something has happened, a person's killed by the conduct of another driver and that. And again, the same standard, Kelly, was it, uh, you know, did they show a wanton, dis, uh, a wanton or reckless disregard? In other words, it goes, goes this marked departure goes beyond just what we commonly think of negligence. So, uh, yeah, and like I said, we, we, saw, we saw that charge just a few months ago with that father in Burlington. Oh, I, and very similar, just came to my mind as we're talking here. Do you remember the grandmother? I think it was out in Milton a couple of years ago, the tragic story of her grandson who died in the car. And she ended up uh, pleading guilty to that. So the chart, we see the charge. It's, it's, not, it's not something that is, has is not been seen and hasn't been seen before. It's, it's been laid. Uh, but again, very specific tests that will have to be met. Uh, and we, we give this man the presumption of innocence as we give everyone who's charged with a criminal offense. Lauren, I imagine this will dissuade many teachers from, you know, leading trips like this in the future if, you know, uh, this man is, is in, in fact, uh, not only the, the charges come down, but if he is sentenced. Well, maybe, maybe you're right about that, or maybe, and I throw this out as a, as a possibility, that it will ensure... 
um, that the the safety procedures that that we all take, and especially people who have the responsibility and the duty, as mm-hmm. the law calls it, the duty for the lives of others, uh, to put systems in place to, uh, to ensure that these this type of tragedy never happens again. So it might not be the deterrent for a teacher to say, "Hey, I'm not doing that," but perhaps it'll put in place systems that. That everybody will be will, will feel comfortable and um, yeah, conducting a trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lauren, I, I want to thank you for joining us. It's it's uh, as always a pleasure to have you on the show. And I know you're a busy man, so I'm going to let you go. Okay. Take Cheers. Care. That's Lauren Honickman, who is uh, Global News Radio's legal expert.